This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Gonna get their attention. Like, there are people who literally think this glass is empty. <laughs> there are literally people who think yep. it. You know? And I just genuinely, and I'm not kidding, like, sorry, I'm taking your water. <laughs> I'm gonna run out of room and I don't even care about this carpet. Like, like, like this shit right here, this is full as fuck for me. Full as fuck. You give me that, I know exactly what to do with it. I know exactly what to do with what's in there. And that's it, that's my fucking life right there in a cup form. That's it. I know exactly what the fuck to do with this and other people don't know what to do with a full fucking container. What's so, there's something very powerful about consistency. Like I'm like, I eat my own dog food. Like I think the thing that makes me sleep at night like a baby is everything I tell you to do, I do. Like I don't even know how many followers, uh, how many subscribers I have on YouTube. I subconsciously know and like theoretically know that I'm not growing on views on YouTube and weirdly I love that because I think I'm doing this like exchange program of people will watch like four months of Daily V and they'll be like, okay, fuck it, let's go. Like, you know, it's so crazy when you say the same thing 84,000 different ways. You never know when the person on the other side's ready and you said it that right way and that became it. That's exactly what happened yeah. to me. I had to hear it so many times until I really realized yeah. what you were saying. Because a lot of people said the same thing as you said, but it had to be someone I can relate to and someone that I really think, okay, he knows his shit. Yeah. Like, he should know. It's gonna be interesting. The other thing, thank you. The other thing that's gonna be super interesting is when voice becomes real, real. I'm so deep, so heavy. Um, I have a funny feeling like a lot of people hear me on social and are going, and it's working. And in like 26 months, when they plateau or they've had success, it's, you know, plateau comes not like you stopped growing. Plateau sometimes is you don't love it as much. Yeah. Like you don't feel on fire. Um, It'll be interesting, I'm re, you know, I'm really fascinated to watch what happens. Like the level, I've been really thinking a lot lately for the first time of like, oh shit, five years from now is gonna be really cool. Level of recalling content, like I'm really into like, we're not doing a good job with this, but we're redoing the team in a way that I think will. Like, there's so much throwback Thursday, like, like mm. content that I should be putting out. Like it's just so interesting to watch something from 2012 I love when I do that stuff, but we're not really going hard yet. Yeah, it's also great to see like it's the same messages over and over, but then there's that evolution, like the evolving over time, yeah. and, and the story is like is like amazing. And like, people, so when I'm like, telling when I'm telling people about you, it's like oh, it's the same message, and I'm like yeah, but you gotta really pay attention. There's like, nuances. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in every every ep- and then and then the most important part is I don't think what people realize is especially if they want something for themselves. It's not about the content, it's about me executing the awareness of the content. It's meta. Like once you get it down, there is, the reason I think I have longevity is cool, you've got it down, you're in the same wavelength, cool. By the way, which is rare, people like it's, you know, anybody who says, oh it's the same stuff, is actually not in the zone. They're looking for an excuse, like it's the same stuff, AKA I'm not gonna let you get away with it. Yeah. Which is why most people don't want to actually stick with me or like it. They want the excuse. They want someone to tell them, oh it's okay. A hundred thousand percent. Or, or what's the saddest part is they want the bullshit version of me which is they're gonna, I'm gonna pay, make you pay me to make you feel that way 
and because you're paying me $900 a month, you think you're doing something. That's the motivation for some people too, is the money. <laughs> well, on the other side, but I'm talking about the person. The person that's consuming it, the reason it's, oh, it's the same thing is they want the excuses and they want somebody to say it's okay, but there's a scarier one to me. That's okay, that's like your, that one's kind of like your compassionate but not thoughtful yeah. contemporary, right? Or it's not okay, let me phrase. It's one of two people that's, that gives you room to be, oh, it's okay. They love you blindly, your mom, <laughs> if you're lucky enough, your sister, brother, whatever. Somebody who loves you and thinks they're doing the right thing or somebody who loves you or doesn't love you that just likes misery, loves company. Like the worst thing would be for you to shine. And not that they hate you, it's just they hate themselves. And if you go and win, that sucks. So they're like, no, no, it's okay because like stick with me, let's just, let's watch the rodeo tonight and do nothing, right? North Dakota. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, Let's watch the snow melt. But, but, the, the scarier version of that to me is the bullshit version of me when I watch people comment, they're like, oh, I get more value from X. I'm like, fuck. They're in such a bad place because they are paying somebody to make them think they're doing something. That one's scary. Well, I, I like fun. I, I, something I'm trying to figure out more of, like fun is interesting. Bartering is fun. Contests are fun. Raffles are fun. Like it's a fun way to get the community involved. This content is good. Like I think about all the people that didn't win, but now we're gonna watch this video. Who bought 10? Who, the, this video, because of the serendip, it's, very, it's all so meta, so much more meta than people realize. I bought 10. I bought 10 because I really wanted to be one of you four people, right? I lost, I'm a little mad. I'm sad, I overextended myself, what the fuck am I gonna do with, like this is real people, like what am I gonna do with the 10 fucking books now, right? But you know, listen, when you're you know, easier for people in places of income where they can afford it, there's some people, and I always get scared of people overstretching themselves for a lot of, here's the psyche. It's the same people that are paying those other people. I'm gonna win, this is it, it's my time. I'm convinced, it's the fucking secret out here. I'm gonna buy the 10 books, I can't afford the $180 that these 10 books, but I'm gonna win. I'm gonna fly to New York. Gary's gonna give me the fucking Midas touch and I'm gonna, and then they, the raffle happens and they lose. What's, that's devastating to me. What's exciting to me though is they lose. They're, this video is gonna be put on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. They're gonna watch it. And something in your question makes them willing to promote now and not be like scared about it and the 17th time they do, it was the thing that led to the same thing they were trying to do and get by the Midas touch in this meeting. It's how it works for real. Interesting, right? Like people just not, you know what? It's the way I think about branding and internet marketing. Internet marketing, AKA last touch attribution, quant-based, math-based selling, people aren't being thoughtful. They don't think Facebook works as, good as Google because a Facebook ad cost them $88 to get a coat sold and Google 72. What they don't realize is Google does no branding and every picture and video did branding for you on Facebook. Like, it, he's 21 years old. I, it took another 10 years before I even made my first video online. He's got 10 more super years of inspired, living. Super inspiring by the way. Right, you're 32. I was 31 years old. I was 30 actually, it was February 26th, but it was, it was, you know what I mean? But at, but at 32, 
I was two years into Wine Library TV and nobody gave a fuck, fuck, fuck. And to be very frank, at the level that we're even talking about, nobody gave a fuck 18 months ago. Some people gave a fuck. You know, now it's everyone's gonna eventually give a fuck, but yeah. yeah. Since I'm in New York, I yes. brought this bag where I printed your quote. It's one that I really live by. Like, I really don't complain yeah. at all for <laughs> nothing and never at all. Especially because of my dad's life and my mom's life. And well, I that's mine about. too. Yeah. You know, that's, we're so lucky about the mom and dad's life. My mom grew up in Soviet Russia, lost her mother at five years old. Her dad went to jail for 10 years when she was eight. Like, she came to America with nothing. She raised three kids by herself, not one housekeeper for one day ever. Went on one family vacation, never bought anything, like, and never complained. So I'm struggling. I'm struggling, I'm struggling. When I hear people complain, I really get mad. Like, I get furious. <laughs> I, 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 I get empathetic. I get empathetic. Also, I do. I don't get mad. I'm telling you. I get empathetic. I, I realize they don't have perspective. Yeah. Yeah. If you have perspective, I just almost wish every day that people could, I would, you know what I would love virtual reality to do? That there would be an app? I would build an app called Your Family Died. That would be my app. You'd go into VR. You'd walk in, it'd feel real, and you'd watch your family go into a car accident and you'd see their fucking dead, right? And then you take it out and then you live your life, I promise you, you'll be happy as fuck. Where's that back to your Tony Robbins video? And that's so funny, the first time I... Oh yeah, right? He said he was, like, that was an interesting moment, right? Super interesting, yeah. We were very different on that. Powerful, yeah. He was, what was he, he was like 15, he does something in the morning? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Affirmations yeah. in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I just make yeah. pretend my mom's dead. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he was like, he was like, <laughs> but it's perspective. But that's the crazy thing. I do that too. I do that because we flew from war, so for me it was very natural. Real war. Them. Yeah. Like absolutely. you guys know people who died. Yeah, I saw people dying on the streets. They were driven over with trunks. Have you called it the big tanks? Yeah, yeah, tanks. Yeah. yeah, like I saw that. Right, like you can't unsee that. No, never. I was four, but I still remember. Of course. like, I don't have food, I don't have, fuck that. Like. My, my parents are healthy, my family is healthy. The end. That is Period. the thing that keeps me still going and being so humble, even though with 24 I make more money than my dad does in 10 years. 100%. It's just... I genuinely think I'm going to be like one of the most famous, impactful people ever, and I feel like I'm gonna feel the same way I feel right now, which is like, yeah, okay, like, circumst- like, like, cool, like what, yes, great, I'm excited, but like, I don't know, I'm sh- uh, it's just so obvious to me that people that have perspective and don't. You know, and then I'll die, and for 48 hours, on whatever the way we communicate as humans, I'll get a ton of love, you'll all tell your stories, and then everybody will move on. And so like, that's how I feel. Like if that's what happened to Prince, if that's what happened to Maya Angelou, if that's what happens to like, well that's what's gonna happen, like, what? So, that's it. I actually had the opposite experience, spoiled little brat. And then, uh, you know, started smoking weed at like you know, 15 or 16 and my dad just like said, like, I'm not giving you shit. Took away everything except for the roof, pretty much. And just started like, you know. And was that good? It was a bad, bad relationship. Sure, but you, in hindsight, are you happy but, that happened? But I'm happy because that, because I had no interest yeah. as a teen. It was just, of course. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and then everything started just opening up. It's like, 
Yeah. Honestly, bro, I swear to God, and I really want this for you. That, honestly, it was like either I give you stuff or the weed, and I'm like, well, I, I prefer to be myself, and I, and I went that path, and it was, that was interesting. Uh, go ahead. Just putting pressure on the system, whether, however he contextualized it, these are all the things. Like, You know what's funny? I, just, I said this once before. I, I used to say this. I don't say it much now. Um, you know, I just think you know, there's not a lot left here, but like, like, there are people who literally think this glass is empty. <laughs> there are literally people who think yep. it, you know. And I just genuinely, and I'm not kidding. Like, sorry, I'm taking your water. <laughs> I'm gonna run out of room, and I don't even care about this carpet. Like, like, like this shit right here. This is full as fuck for me. Full as fuck. You give me that, I know exactly what to do with it. I know exactly what to do with what's in there. And that's it. That's my fucking life right there in a cup form. That's it. I know exactly what the fuck to do with this and other people don't know what to do with a full fucking container. <laughs> you can't lose by pushing against your parents if you follow your heart because A, if you're successful, you're a fucking messiah. And if you're not, later, 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 when they're really old, they're gonna look you dead in the face. Hopefully nobody dies and everything. You get this moment, they'll be proud of you for going for it. Your mom will secretly say, hey, by the way, remember 28 years ago when you went for it and we were mad at you? I'm proud of you because I didn't go for it. And my mom once told me that she didn't go for it either, your grandma net. You know what I mean? I said our progress that you can meet and match, meaning it's a real four, so Reckon and um, Fox, whatever, so it's expensive and luxuries. And what I'm struggling with is that I hear from a lot of people, oh, you should go on Amazon and leverage that and eBay and whatever. But because it's such a luxury product, I'm afraid of uh, putting that on Amazon and eBay Don't. and changing the Don't. experience. Uh, the experience is one thing. I was worried that you were worried about putting it there for brand perception that those platforms would cheapen it. Also? Good, that's what I think you're actually saying. Because the experience is you're fucking shipping it. Yeah. DHL is DHL or UPS is UPS or whatever's shipping it, right? Like, I don't think that's what you're actually talking about. You're talking about... No, no, I mean absolutely the cheap part, yes. It's not an issue. Okay. If you say it, it's fine. And let me break it down for you so it's not just blindly, just listen to me. If somebody of high net worth, look, if somebody's buying Fox fur or Raccoon or whatever, you know, how much is it? Um, Starting from 300 up to 600 euro. Yeah. I mean, eBay and Amazon are selling way more luxurious and luxurious items. It will not cheapen your brand at all. And I do think it will give you more exposure and more sales. Yeah, it does, absolutely. Now, you're gonna make less margin than you selling it direct, but I do think it expands your brand. Uh, and I think that's a trade. I do a lot of, th- like, you know, I, for example, I get paid $150,000 to give a speech, right? It's ridiculous, it's amazing, thank you, lo- I'm so blessed. But I'll give a speech for free. If I get an email right now that says, hey Gary, we're the High School Association of America and we're doing this first thing ever. We got a government grant and we are bringing one million students to Central Park, one million. Uh, forget Central Park, See Portland. Some fucking park in Portland, like I don't even want to make it convenient for me. In Portland, a million high school students and we want you to give the keynote. I'll walk. I'll walk. Because it's a million people, it's brand. People get fancy when they start making money. Yes, I get 150 and I turn down 150 to speak all the time. Yes, I will do it for free. So when I talk about doing things for free, People get mad. I've done stuff for free my whole life because it's not free 
the attend, I say it all, this is back to like how I desperately am trying to figure out what you guys are talking about, which is like, how do I help more people actually understand how to get the most value out of me? Getting the most, that's how I came up with, don't listen to what I'm saying, watch what I'm doing. Like, that is why I think everybody should watch me forever. Not, they should do what I do to you. I don't watch your content. I watch how you consume content. I know things about my audience not based on what they're posting. Like I may know more about like your habits, like some of these handles like Pants47 or you know, I may know more about their habits or what they're reacting to even and not even know they have two children even though every post on their Instagram is two children. So I watch what people react to. I think that's how people should watch me. I think people should watch why I do things, how I do them, and then do them. If I start a podcast, you start a podcast. If I start doing more LinkedIn, you start doing more LinkedIn. If I put a filter on my face while I'm doing an Instagram Live like I just did, you do that. Like, there's like, like that is the game. Reverse engineer. Reverse engineer me. Yes, listen to me if you need the motivation or the insight or you have a business question, fine. And I'm flattered and I love it. But watch what, why do I use an example like rodeo when somebody in the room just spent time in North Dakota? Why do I say hockey in Canada and football in the US and proper soccer in London? That's me communicating within context. Got it? Watch what I'm doing. Lose by pushing against your parents if you follow your heart because A, if you're successful, you're a fucking messiah. And if you're not, later, 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 when they're really old, they're gonna look you dead in the face. Hopefully nobody dies and everything. You get this moment, they'll be proud of you for going for it. Your mom will secretly say, hey, by the way, remember 28 years ago when you went for it and we were mad at you? I'm proud of you because I didn't go for it. And my mom once told me that she didn't go for it either, your grandma net. You know what I mean? Being asked is the ultimate leverage in life. You know, to me, to me, there are a ton of people who booed me along the way, who didn't want to see me succeed, this and that. There's a great story, I wish Brandon was here from Wine Library. There's a great story of a wine supplier who shit on me so heavy and did such the wrong thing, such the wrong thing, did the wrong thing by my business. I said this once before. Did something once, did something terrible to me, did the wrong thing by Wine Library, undermined me as a human being with straight lies. I went to an event in New York City where I went to go taste his wine and he fucking said, get the fuck out of here, you're a piece of shit, you're the worst thing with the wine business. And then when Wine Library TV blew up, he sent me an email, acted as if none of that had ever happened, and asked to be on the show for exposure for his brand, and I said yes. Wow. Why? Because being the bigger person's always right. Right. Dude, negative, he knew, and I know. Mm -hmm. As long as everyone knows the score, then like, you don't need to impose it. Holding that negativity is stopping you from what you actually want to happen. Okay, right on. You know what I mean? Like, there's a level of being motivated, and I like that, but fake motivated. Like, to me, sports is fake. Like, when I'm working, this is all, like, if I want to put GQ out of business with my new 137 p.m., it's kind of fake. Like, I want to put GQ out of business, but I don't want anything bad to happen to humans. And, like, and I say, okay, those GQ people will go work somewhere else, maybe at 137, you know? So I think, I think you need to be thoughtful about friends and family in a different way. You have to create a separate space for them um, because they deserve it. Okay. Like, you know, no matter what, 
there is a counter argument to like, you know, when you were four, they fed you. Right. Of course. <laughs> That's always my argument. I, I you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I think you need to reconcile. I think the other biggest piece of advice I'll give you as somebody who's dealt with a lot of inter-family dynamics, been in business with my family, like there's always stuff. You need to let poison out of your body. If there's things, you know, you're, you did something and I caught it and I did it. I did it and I do it. The way I reconcile things that are frustrating me with the people I love the most is by razzing and being snarky and being and and drilling them. I do it with my own team, in a in a fun kind of you know. Okay. Anybody who's like my parents or my children, like there's you know there's an undertone. Right. I get it. I do get it. Right. I really get it. Totally. I think you need to let it out. Okay. It's been the best thing I ever did. My relationships with everybody in my family and my team have been exponentially better as I've, in the last half decade, become a much better communicator. Okay, okay, noticed. Got it? Yeah. Cool. Uh, silly question to start with. That's right. So like, what if you, okay, I love what I do, right? Working with athletes and coaching people. Yes. And I'm a runner myself. And where do you cross the line of like, I'm not good at, you want to promote yourself, but you don't want to brag. Does that, does yeah. that make sense of just of like, course. Of, of being able to self-promote but not be all, look at me, like where do you find that line? I guess it's just a personal decision of where you find that authenticity. That's exactly right. Voice. People have a different point of view on promotion, self-promotion, bragging, charlatan, ego. ego. You know, everybody's got, look, I mean, the video camera, <laughs> look, the video. Know, wrong, wrong. No, but I mean, it's a really important point. Like, yeah. I, no question, sat for a, a good week and was like, oof. Really? Like, I'm gonna really let somebody follow me? Like, what does that look like in real life? I mean, this is three years ago now. So I've had some really good <laughs> but I don't want to talk about them because I feel like it's bragging. But yet it's like my experience. Here's what I would say, couple things, myself. couple things. I, I never think the truth is bragging. Okay, that's a great point. I just, it's very hard for me to understand how the truth is bragging. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? Yeah. It's just the truth. Yeah. That's my now, let me, let me tell you another way. You want to go a different way? So I got a great idea for you, and it works for me at times. Sometimes I want to say things in a different way. Maybe what you do instead of bragging is you hit up hundreds of running and strength and health and wellness podcasts, little ones, and ask them to interview you. Maybe the way, that's right. Maybe being interviewed is easier than, right? That's what a lot of people do. A lot of people just get interviewed. Yeah. Like, like I love when people are like, Gary, you're such a self-promoter. I'm like, Dick, you're on the fucking interview circuit like crazy. You're doing the same thing. You're yeah. just disguising it. Yeah, that's a, no, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. So, I would think about that. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. We'll keep going around with some guys for a while, you know, keep going. All right, brother. Um, I, I, mean, I don't have any crazy questions. I'm sure something's gonna come up. <laughs> and one thing I wanna say is just like, thank you. Like. I had all my friends saying, what are you gonna ask, what are you gonna ask, like, what do you want, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't really want, like, whatever I can do to give back, dude. Like, so, I appreciate it. So what do you think is going on? I mean, you're so early in the journey. Like, what do you, like, what do you wanna do? Do you wanna build a production company? Do you wanna make, you know, do you wanna make content and make a living of just being a solo creator? Like, how do you think about it today? Today, like right now, I think of it, like the way I see myself, like in long term, right? I want to learn how to run a big company. Like I love business more than anything. Um, like growing up with my dad and my dad's business, of course. you know, answering the phone at 12 years old, just like that kind of thing. Um, you know, like you say, you, know, you should, you know, forget about everything until you're 29. Like, yeah, I mean, I'll do that. That resonated. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'll do that forever. You like the process. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I th- look, I think, you know, at 21, I understood that. It seems like you had that as well. Like, that is something I'm gonna have to go deeper on. Like, it, if you, it is actually the ultimate. I don't know, like, it's the ultimate. Like, and I see it in every shape and size. From crazy hedge fund gal who makes 88 trillion a year and she just loves that game and it's about the money and it's the point and Mazel Tov, good for her. Like she just loves the accumulation of wealth as a hedge fund runner to $39,000 a year, you know, you know, works in a corporation, loves that stability of nine to five, loves three weeks vacation, loves half day Fridays in the summer, loves being the coach of both son's soccer and softball teams, loves like doing a very tedious job, loves it, loves. It's the fuck, there's nothing more important than loving the process. There's just nothing else, everything, the reason so many people are making money online now is because there's a way to love the process of your process and make money because the internet created that infrastructure. In the same way that blockchain will create peer-to-peer transactions that keep the transactions and money to people, that's what technologies do. They change everything. Like there used to not be planes, guys. Like I just don't know. It's like I don't understand how people don't understand this. Like you, you weren't born in America, and like like nobody knew anything about Asia in this country until like 30 years ago. Like it's, you know, like, like there was no sushi in fucking America 25, 30 years ago. So anyway, nonetheless, um, that's great, bro. Like honestly. Like it's funny, I'm going through the same thing, guys. Like, the sne- like I don't think people understand why the sneaker thing is happening or the stuff that I'm about to do over the next three, four years. I love selling stuff. It's fun. Like the idea of buying something, I love selling, but I love selling actual stuff more than I like selling. Like I don't like selling VaynerMedia's services. I do not get a high. I had a great meeting yesterday. We're probably gonna make, we're probably, I probably sold something yesterday for $7 million. Like in fee. You know, I'll staff it and we'll have five against that. I'll make $2 million profit. Not fun. Like, like when we do a one-off t-shirt on my Instagram swipe up, like when, you know, like I always wonder if like people understand me. Like that's the high. Like, hey, we sold three thousand dollars worth of T-shirt. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, fifty-seven people have that T-shirt. That's cool. Do you feel that because like you feel like your brand's getting out there, or like no, right not with fifty-seven people, one Instagram post. No. You know, first, uh, first, there's a couple things. First, it's so humbling that in the same way that I want to wear a Macho Man T-shirt, that like, you got like that's it's cool to be like a, this human. It's just interesting. It's cool that your friends think this is cool. Like it's like like it's so, back to like not getting too high. Like all the nice things you guys said. It's funny that like somebody two comments in a row. This happens all the time to me. Like literally two comments in a row in an Instagram or a, a YouTube post. Jesus Christ, Gary, you're like Jesus, right? <laughs> Next post. This guy is so full of shit. He's saying nothing, <laughs> nothing ever. Right behind each other. They both grew through me the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we could go to my last post, I guarantee they're both in there. Doesn't, doesn't, I just don't hear it. I just don't hear it, I don't hear it, I don't hear it, because I'm in my process. So back to my, my answer, no, I think my crescendo, like my most calm, because I'm an operator too. Like when I hear big company, 
where I get scared is I'm like, I hope that kid understands the skill set it takes to be an operator. Not a creator, not a seller, an operator is very different, which I was blessed with as well. And there's no question the underestimated part of my career. I don't think people understand what I actually do. Like, you know, I don't think people understand the magnitude of like building from scratch, zero, a billion dollar revenue business around services. Not an app, right? Services, this is fucking intense. You know how many, this business does 150 million with 800 people? You know how many businesses do 700 million with 43? This is not a good business, this is hard. Um, But that's okay, I know why I'm doing it. And I'm doing it because when I buy a wine brand or a sneaker brand, when I buy K-Swiss and 52% of the people here now are K-Swiss and K-Swiss actually becomes Nike or Adidas, like that's why I'm doing it. I think it's strategy. I think personal development done right is actually strategy. It's like having, like being optimistic is actually just, it's actually why I'm poking a little bit, like I wanna get some, like to me, when somebody's winning, you quantifying anything that's a negative is so important because you wanna put them in the right shelves. Okay, yeah. Like what are the right ones, right. you know? Yeah. Like I still, like I know, you know, there's a big difference of like remembering everything, you know, versus contextual, like, like for my father, it's hard. He like, he, he, he doesn't get over things. And it, I watch it, yeah. and I can sense it, you know? Yeah. You have to, because you have so much more upside then. Yeah. So, you know, I think, the, I think my thing is, I run hot and cold, I run high and low, I pull from opposite directions. What I like about you is I think you understand mentality, but then you also do. When I hear personal development and motivation, I get scared because I see a world, when, whenever I do a keynote with Tony Robbins, uh, I'm doing some events, I genuinely believe that audience skews towards not doing. I genuinely do. I think they go to that conference to get motivated, check the box, a version of paying somebody to be in their mastermind. I'm doing something. No, you're not. And I genuinely think that that's why I'm a lightning bolt in a lot of ways as a personal, and like it comes from like, there's people have very different and like passionate reactions to me because I'm doing something fundamentally different. I really am. I believe in that mentality, strategy, you know? But fuck, man. You better work. Absolutely. If, you, if you want. You don't have to work. You have to know yourself. But like, nobody's build, building a million dollar business on some trick <laughs> or a shortcut. It's, it's crazy how much just comes when you put yourself out there. Just the doors open. Always about execution. It's my same thesis on names. When people are like, what should the name of my thing be? I'm always like, it won't matter if you can execute. Yeah. On faking it till you make it. Um, I, uh, like, back in university, uh, I picked up an uh, illustrator. I was never doing the homework, I was just doing skills on the side, like learning Adobe. Like yep. Necessarily not. And uh, basically, um, York went on strike, the school I was going to, for three months. And uh, I decided I wasn't going back, I dropped out. Um, and uh, I, I got I basically had been using Adobe Illustrator for six weeks and I went to a job interview and <laughs> everything they said I was just like yeah I can do that I can do that no problem I wrote, I wrote it all down and I like went to, to me to me thing. to me brother that's a little bit different that's than somebody bad. going on here's I what I fake it so you're yeah, it. yeah I'll tell you what fake it to make it is 
uh, a kid rents a tuxedo, uh, rents, uh, goes to his uncle's best friend's house, uh, rents a Lamborghini, drives it to that house, pays some Instagram models to come and be in bikinis and then say this is my life and you can do this too if you pay me $6,000 to teach you how. And there's a lot of that. Or like borrowing, like I've literally had people say Gary Vee you can help me. I I read a lot of shit. Gary Vee you can really help me, I need your help. And the next line says if you lend me $10,000 I'll give it right back to you. And so once in a while I'll play a little bit and I'll be like for what? They're like and they're like, I know you hate it, but I'd love to take a picture with it. Anonymity? Uh, that's weird you said that. I actually randomly, for the first time in five years or eight years, had a random thought of like, whoa, what would it be like? <laughs> oh, actually it was two nights ago, my friend Lou, my friend Lou was like, I went to Vegas and did this thing and it was just something about the way he said him like, and nobody knew who he was. It's funny that it was the first, it's so funny you asked that. First of all, nobody's ever asked me that question and I've never thought about it. This is what I believe in, like everything's in the air. Obviously in some weird way, it's not that I miss it, everything has a price. Everything has a price. And if you aspire, if, if, if crazy and ambitious and wonderful thoughts of like Maya Angelou and Gandhi run through your head, you're gonna have to realize, cool, that also means that there's going to be not many times ever again that I will not be not known and that is weird because I almost can't remember it at this point and it's only been, it's only been 18 months where I now know if I'm out I will be recognized. Only 18 months, even though I've been around for a decade, only 18 months where I know for fact it's impossible for me to go somewhere and not have somebody know who I am. Now that's because mainly I'm in New York. Like it's also where it's not like if I, if I went to North. Well, yeah, I mean, about no, no, I know there's people there, but but in reality. Even in Gasol, when I went there to um, expand my team, so I look for developers in Kosovo, and I found them there, and I speak the language, it's perfect. So I went there and I told them about you and I brought the 10 books and I gave them away and everybody knew you. I mean, it's East Europe and they yeah. still know you. No, I know. It's it's like even in North Dakota and Kosovo and... Random, random people. Like, I mean, I was in the gym yeah. this morning at 6 o'clock and I'm like taking a shower and getting ready to come here. Legit. And, and like, the, the guy is just like, I don't know, he's like getting shaving cream or something like stupid, right? And he's like, oh, no, I don't want to get in your way. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I just decided to ask him how he's doing. And, you know, we're just literally in the locker room, right? And... And, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm meeting this one dude, you know, in New York. It's like, I'm super excited. It's like, oh, Gary? It's like, how you know who? <laughs> That's the first thing he thought of. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Yeah. You said I'm meeting a random dude to a I random said, dude in a I, gym and his first thing was you're meeting Gary? No, I said, oh, okay. I said that I'm meeting yeah. this guy who owns an ad agency. And he's like, oh, you're meeting Gary? Okay, well that's not bad. That's that was good. <laughs> like that's good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean the answer is no, but I'm aware that it's never gonna be like it was. And I lived, a, you know, unlike, you know, I think it's unusual. No, it's not unusual. What's the right way to put it? Thirty, uh, forty is not the most common you start having, you know, fame comes for athletes and actors and you, like entrepreneurs now becoming famous is also 20s and you're really passionate about something. If you really want to do something, you should absolutely do it for free as long as you can humanly do it. And in your 20s, you're more likely to 
Be okay with living with your folks. Be okay with getting together with six buddies and living in a shithole. Yeah. Not even so, eating caviar. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, as like. As long as I had enough to do the next month, next month of rent, you for that month, I was, I was cruising. And that's why I always, that's why I, I razz, that's why I razz products a lot. Even though I sell sneakers, it's not, I don't expect it. Like, I don't want people to buy watches or Supremes or even my sneakers if they can't afford it, you know? Not if it's not, if it's coming at the expense of them investing in themselves. Go ahead, we'll keep going around and around and around. Go ahead. When you get where you want to go and you have hard choices uh, to make, um, the, the, thing, like the things that motivate me, motivated me before kind of don't motivate me now. Of course. So is this ever some, something that you struggled with and do you have any advice? Oh, I don't think it's a struggle, I think it's an accomplishment. <laughs> if you're in a place where you're motivated by something, do you know how many people live 88 years of their lives motivated by money? and never get away from it because they never achieved the money. Right, interesting. You know how many people are motivated by the chase of fame for 92 years of their life and never stop because they never got famous? Right. Like, like this is such a fun, this is what this is about. Yeah. That, that is such a subtle terminology shift. You've been looking at it as a negative. It's a massive, it's a, it's a massive positive. Um, absolutely, yeah, and like I said, I, I, in my like, 20s, like, I'll, let, let me, let, I apologize, but I wanna frame it for you. Yeah. Like, I'm secretly worried that I'm gonna get to a place where I'm not gonna care anything about business, and it's the love of my life. Right. I mean, if I was gonna be some run, you know? Oh, yeah. It gets weird, like, you know, of course you don't get motivated by the same things. That's a great accomplishment, brother, especially at this young of an age. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, like I said, in my 20s, I, I defined myself by the grind, and I was totally okay with that for the rest of my life. I remember talking to, like, my friends are like, where are you going with this? Like, like how are you ever gonna make a ton of money from, like, graphic designing, working with these startups? And I'm just like, I just love it. I love, like, learning new things, discovering new people. It's also, there's I also... I could have done that for 50 years. There's also, you know. there's also, <laughs> did you also have the feeling of, like, there's also an amazing part when you feel like you know something, and a lot of other people don't know it, and then, like, and you genuinely believe, like there's an incredible feeling of accomplishment mm -hmm. when you know the unveil. I mean, I got ragged on so heavily for starting a YouTube show. Right. Like made fun of for starting a website. Like, like got so much snarky comments of starting an agency. Of course. Writing a book, speaking, starting a sneaker. Like everything I do I get made fun of, <laughs> even now. It's a different level of people that are making fun of you. It's a different, you know, mm -hmm. It's somebody, you know, it's, but it's, uh, it's the best. It's my preference. I like the booze much more than the cheers. That's the space I know, I, I know how to navigate. Uh, that actually leads me into my next question, if I may take another question. Yeah. Um, so like, I've achieved success very quickly and it's sort of started to like, I, I started to have some interpersonal challenges. Makes sense. Um, and uh, it's sort of like interesting, like, I, and I don't really know how to reconcile it. So like, namely like people in my life, like people who are distant and close, uh, now just treat me differently. Differently, uh, I can give a bunch of examples, but probably give me some, <laughs> just something. Just you know, bigger hugs. Uh, my family's throwing <laughs> me a surprise birthday party uh, on uh, like when I get back from New York, which like I don't want, and <laughs> it's well I found out and I shouldn't have, but like. Why are you doing that? You, I would have never gotten a surprise birthday party. I think if success wasn't attached to that. So, so, like, so everyone has money. So I think that's some. The first part felt really easy and awesome. This one, I think you have to be thoughtful about. Let me explain. Um, you're there's so I think people are a little confused. 
Actually, this is, finally, I'm like excited. I think I can articulate this well. Ready? I like the boos more than the cheers when I'm playing the game. When I'm on the ice, when I'm on the court. Got it? That is a motivator. The second I'm off the court, it goes the other way. I think what you need to think about is reconciling what drives you professionally and not deploying that same thing personally. Okay. Yeah, that's I definitely. I'm watching two worlds. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. For me, I you're deploying cynicism against those behaviors for no reason. There's no upside. Like to me, if your parents were booing you on the court, that's a different thing than off the court. Right. Right. Got it. But but that also leads into like just your ideas like. <laughs> how do you like before when when you're not successful you put out ideas and whether, whether they're good or bad uh, even if they're good ones you have a 50% chance of someone like thinking that it's good or even thinking that you can execute that idea you know I think but now that when you have success people, like, everybody thinks everything you, I say is smart do you find that like, here's the, here's the good news of, like, here's the good news the good news is uh, even though I get motivated by the booze versus the cheers that's one that's the micro in the macro I can't hear anything okay like, you know, I'll, I'll explain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just don't value anybody's opinion. Okay. And, and more importantly, I, I don't, but I don't judge them then either. Okay. If I don't value your opinion, friend, well then when you say it's stupid and I win, I don't judge you for it because it wasn't a factor at all. So I'm not gonna impose on you either. There's a level of, I think there's a sense of responsibility with success that I'd like to put pressure on, which is being the bigger person. Like to me, to me it just plays out very simply, the chess pieces, which is like, what's in it for you to impose a negativity even though you know they're pandering to you in a certain way? There is no, you, you've won. You know, to me, it, you know, to me when I win, there is no interest in spitting on you after I beat you. Right, right, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't see, you know, like, you won. What up, guys? It's Gary. Uh, but you know that. You know my voice at this point. You've been listening to the podcast. Uh, before today's podcast, you've been hearing a ton from me about VaynerMedia's uh, one-day strategy product called 4Ds, the Daily Digital Deep Dive. I've been pontificating. I've been excited about it. But my voice is only part of the equation. You've been hearing from me. Here's people that have actually lived it. Hey, everyone. And it's Paul Gibson uh, in the UK, in my back garden, bringing you my story of uh, the 4D experience, which was amazing, to say the least. Uh, probably a lot like uh, many of you, uh, when the opportunity came up, I was thinking, man, that's expensive. Um, looking at the cash flow and everything, I was thinking, can we do this? Uh, but deep down, it, it felt right. I'd followed some of Gary's content for a while. Um, I've been implementing, I'm one of the 1% just like you guys, during uh, the day was just incredible. All the guys on the, on the, um, the day uh, in exactly the same spot really, um, knowing deep down that there's, the world is changing and wanting to be a part of that uh, and be at the forefront of what you're doing um, and that passion comes through from all the guys on the 4D. So on the day you meet with a senior team, um, all experts and passionate about what they do. Um, I was sat in there just feeling pure validation all the way through. 
um, that I'm on the right path, this is the way I want to go, this is what I want to do. Um, and and when obviously you spend a couple of hours with Gary uh, and a one-to-one -one, uh, on your business, um, that's just incredible. Um, he's a nice guy, no different to what you see day in, day out on the Daily V. Um, a really warm, nice guy. And uh, when you see the whites of his eyes and he's discussing your business, that's that's pretty special. Uh, certainly was for me. Uh, but what's most interesting is is how it's affected me afterwards. Um, and coming home on the train, I, I pretty much felt like I was in the Matrix. Um, the size of the land grab and opportunity just dawned on me when I had some um, minutes to process the day. Um, and uh, the enormity of the, the things that, that I could do with my own business. Um, I started from day one. Um, we're a product business, we've got eyewear, uh, so glasses, sunglasses, even monocles, check us out, Monocle Madness. Um, we're a product based business um, and we've dabbled in social but uh, recognising that we really need to uh, go head first and all in um, and that exp the experience and getting the blueprint on the day to apply to our business model um, has just changed things dramatically. So from taking that expensive uh, gamble in the beginning in monetary terms what did it do well I made three decisions based on the experience um, uh, one was to drop quite a major license that we developed product for which was quite expensive because we um, I need to build our own brand and I knew that going in um, but Gary reaffirmed that in no uncertain terms um, so that's now what we're doing so um, that sort of investment for us that I've got back tenfold within a month just on some of the decisions that I've made and we're now not just a product business but a media business <laughs> no no surprise there so I've already uh, interviewed we've got two guys uh, one girl who's 19 uh, one, girl, one guy who's 18 uh, Carla she started with us a week ago uh, creative she's just uh, already awesome um, which is good lots of energy and uh, definitely knows what she wants to do. So I went with my gut with Carla. And uh, a guy called Cam, starting with us, is going to be more, uh, less creative and dealing in post and scheduling and all, all that sort of thing uh, via lots of channels. Uh, so we're in the brand building game now and in the media game. Uh, and I'd like to thank the 4D experience for making my path over the next five to 10 years as clear as mustard. Um, if you're thinking about the 4Ds, <laughs> don't, just do it, uh, just like everything else in life. Uh, go with uh, what's in your dome, as Gary would say, and uh, there's no real chance to take. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be late.